Welcome to another exciting episode of the Megavision Show, the companion podcast to Megavision's magazine, where we chat about the the latest Sega video game (laughs) and industry and pop culture news. I'm Scotty Moe, the digital content manager sitting in for Chris today. Joining me this week, though, is the managing editor, Marcin. Hey, how's it going, guys? Pretty good. And later on, Sketchcraft may creep in. Chris is out doing sports stuff or saving the world in a jet or whatever the hell the Air Force does. I don't know. Something like Um, that. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So, uh, small cast today, but that provides for plenty of discussion still. So, uh, Marson, how's your week been going? What have you been up to? What have you been playing? Um, so for the past week, honestly, nothing too much. I've been kind of hyping myself up for Mortal Kombat, which comes out on Tuesday. Um, so I've, <laughs> I've been continuously watching YouTube videos of, uh, story explanations and timelines and all that kind of stuff. People think I'm weird, but I do like the mythology of the game. So, uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um, kind of also watching Star Wars Episode Nine reaction videos because, I'm a masochist. Oh, so, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Oh, that's I, cool. I've noticed Mortal Kombat 11 popping up in different places. Like it was even on Jimmy Fallon recently with uh, Pete Davidson. Talking I saw about that. it, which seemed I mean, Jimmy Fallon is is a known uh, he's he's definitely a video game fan because he's had stuff on there before, uh, like Anamana Gucci's played on his show and stuff. And he does usually does something with video games. So it wasn't totally surprising. But um, but yeah, I feel like. This one was just announced at E3, I think, and or maybe even... Sele- no, I don't think it was announced at E3. I just know there's a short time window of when it was announced and now when it's coming out already. So, MK11? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it actually got announced at the uh, Game Awards show. I believe they released the trailer there, which was in December. Oh, and they released that's right. New details in January, and then it comes out... Uh, Tuesday. So yeah, real short time window. But I think they did a similar thing with Mortal Kombat 10, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, it's like a four year gap in between games. And then in between that, they do Injustice. And I think they were planning on doing something else because I think Ed Boon, the creator or (laughs) co-creator, is getting a bit um, tired of Mortal Kombat. But I yeah. believe it. I'm pretty. He's got to hold some sort of record with like game industry, you know, impl- boss man or something. Because who else has been aside from like most of probably Nintendo's Japanese staff? Like who yeah. who else has been in video games actively since the early '90s? You know. Yeah, I, especially on the on the Western side, I feel like right. He's definitely really up there um, from like 1990 one or two that they were working on the first game and he's still working on the same ip primarily you know their studio is named after you know nether realm which is a a uh, area in mortal Kombat that many people who play the game know and yeah they're mm-hmm. going strong yeah it's it's crazy to think that you know midway housed all the mortal Kombat games at one point they went under and that was th- one of the many companies that didn't survive since the 90s or whenever and now mortal Kombat was strong enough to just have its own company basically yeah i mean they got they're they're being you know supported by wb or warner brothers oh, that's sorry. right yeah um that's how they get like you know the dc stuff and all these interesting cameo characters that appear in their games now um there's rumors that spawn and ash from the um evil dead right oh 
that would be cool. He's supposedly in the game. Um, and Terminator. Oh God! Reason. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, it's. Uh, I enjoy the guest spots. They had you know Freddy Krueger and Jason in there. The Xenomorph from Aliens was sort of in there. I think it was like Baraka was taken over by Xenomorph or something. Oh, another um, interesting one there. Uh, this was kind of rounding up the list is the Joker. <laughs> so what? that'll be interesting if they include the Joker in an actual Mortal Kombat game, because I think he might be the only character that would be allowed to rip people's heads off. Yeah, maybe that's, um, do you think that's in like coordination with the new movie coming up or something? Maybe probably, uh, same with Terminator. Terminator Genesis or whatever it's called. Oh, that was the last one. That was like two or three years ago, though. Oh God! Then what? What's the new one? There's another uh, one. There is another one coming out, and I'm I could I could find it probably quickly enough. Um, but um, what was I gonna say? Uh, I can't remember now. Uh, WB Dark Warner Fate. Brothers. It's Dark, Dark Fate. Fate. That's the lamest name. <laughs> But Genesis people didn't really like, so I kind of dug that one. But I guess I'm weird. This well, one I guess is supposed to have Sarah Connor back. Or yeah, like it's a Sarah Connor. direct sequel to Judgment Day. So they're basically saying, screw oh, the no. other 15 movies that came out. Um, this is a direct sequel to Terminator Judgment Day. So what the fuck? What man? The- Wow. Well, I, I mean, with a timeline movie, movie, you can just retcon anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so who cares? I they guess. do that with Halloween. They're doing it with Terminator. <laughs> they do it with a bunch of reboots, remasters. Yeah. Ashes. Huh. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, um, listeners, in case you can't tell, I've done nothing with my personal time lately. That's why we're still talking about <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Um <laughs> I, uh, cause I've just been packing, getting ready to move and, um, yeah, podcast episodes, uh, they, we're skipping next week cause it's, it's just a crazy time. But, uh, once I'm back, once I'm in my new place, uh, crossing my fingers, the internet setup goes fine. Cause that's the only other thing with utilities that can ever like get delayed or whatever. We'll be fine and back to normal and whatever. But, um, yeah, I've been doing nothing. I literally last night was the first time I sat down and played some video games because I was too wired to go to sleep. And all I did was play like rocket league and, um, Oh crap. What that Pac-Man two fifty six, And that was really pretty much it. So nothing from me really, but, uh, I went to a Dave and Buster's. Oh, nice. I don't know if you know what that is. Oh yeah, there's one like 20 minutes from me, um, and we there's one that just popped up near us as well. I'm it, like in the past year, so I'm wondering if they've got that new House of the Dead game possibly. But uh, that's but it what was, I played yesterday. Nice. Uh, How is that? I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, but you know, the 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 uh, <laughs> the voice acting is is on par with the other House of the Dead excellent. Games. So you know, yeah not the the best but uh i th- i enjoyed it like i i i suck at it but you know it's a really really fun time that's cool whatever um did they have the new daytona game there uh there was a daytona game it's not called daytona th- it, what is it's not what do they call the, the latest one daytona 3 or is it just like the day- uh there is daytona 3 let me see though let's see here Live checking the news. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The latest one. Is, oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, that's not what I wanted. Um, 
Yeah, we can edit this out. <laughs> uh, let me find it here. <laughs> I thought I thought it was super recent. Recent. Oh, good. Recent. Um, I mean, the one I played was called Daytona Championship. Yes, USA. that is it. Yeah, and that one actually has like, uh, it's hooked up to the internet to download updates and crap. Yeah. So that, that that's the one I played. Um, yeah. Cool. Again, I'm uh, I'm not the best at racing games. <laughs> I still enjoyed it. You know, I played it with you know other people. Nice. And it's cool. And you, they have your uh, my ugly mug up on the video camera screen and in the game when you're driving. Oh, around. they do that, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. I know the Mario Kart arcade game does that. I haven't seen that in any other games though, so that's interesting. Um, when I play DDR because I'm good at that. What about? Oh yeah, yeah. I had a buddy who did that as a workout, like regularly in college. He went and played DDR at a arcade nearby. Oh yeah, I sweat into my Legend of Zelda shirt yesterday, like I was <laughs> really working out that time. Nice. Got to do what you got to do, I guess. Chicken and waffles sandwich. Oh my, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's pretty much been us, so <laughs> we'll uh, <laughs> hop into the news sack here. We did get a couple, so uh, let's move it on. Let's get uh, dig on in here in a Scotty's mail sack. Burr, 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 burr. Um, from uh, the Twitter, Thief of Hearts asked, what Genesis game would you ban from future micro console or game collections? Uh, which is a pretty good question, because everybody asks, like, what do you want to see? What's your list? What's your top whatever? Uh, which we'll get into later. Um, my gut wants to say Bubsy. <laughs> uh, but what that do you was think? Mine. Fine. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> jokingly, or well, I don't know if it's jokingly. Part of me wanted to say, you know what? How about Sonic 1? Because it's on everything now. But what do you think, Marson? What's another? I, I, feel like, I feel like I agree. Sonic 1 and even Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It's it's not that it's not that obviously that they're terrible games. It's that that they've released a version or an iteration on every single platform imaginable. So you announcing Sonic the Hedgehog one or two on your mini console is it's it's not surprising. I, I mean I don't yeah. know. Is it because it is a staple and like one of their you know Hallmark games that you know they have to include it in there because it's Sonic? I don't know. But I, I, I would save it for something else that hasn't been released, you know, a right. billion times. Yeah, announcing Sonic is like saying, I made a left turn in my car today. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to announce. Oh, water's wet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I guess like the, those would be because that would force them to find another big something or other. Not, not saying find a... I'm not saying find a Sonic replacement, but there are other things on there, you know, or other things on anything that you could put out or port port to anything else. So, um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. That's a good question, though. It gets you thinking about, like, what have they just done too many times? Uh, And let's see here. Um, Oh, boy, I'm going to butcher this name, so I'm sorry. Trend Knee Potent? Trend Knee Potent? Yeah, yeah. Or, or said, I really hope the Genesis Mini Dimensions are proportional to the SNES Classics so that having a picture of them together would be indistinguishable from a picture of the original two consoles. That's pretty, that's that's cool. And um, and uh, they say for their, some additional, we asked on Twitter, like we mentioned how we're going to talk about 
10 uh, games we would add to the mini Genesis coming out. Uh, they said some of theirs would be Ranger X, um, Splatterhouse 3, E-SWAT, Ghostbusters, and Ghouls and Ghosts. Um, that's a pretty good variety uh, there. I think E-SWAT, I think, is on the latest Genesis collection on PS4. I can't remember. Uh, Ranger X is a shmup, I believe. Splatterhouse 3 was a Genesis exclusive. Ghost, but there was a Ghostbusters exclusive to the Genesis, and Ghouls and Ghosts. Everybody knows what that is. Um, yeah, that's some good choices. What do you think of his choices, there, Marson? Those are pretty good. Uh, I was all just thinking, also in my head, what other games I would ban. I don't think I would want Wayne's World on there. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure you have a problem with that, but or a problem with that possibly releasing on anything. And Awesome Possum. I don't know oh, about gosh. Awesome Possum. Oh man, they could honestly do. Someone could do a collection of like, just call it the Sonic knockoffs or something. And Awesome Possum would be up there. Anything with a smirk and big eyes, pretty much. <laughs> what about Shaq Fu? What do you think? Where do you think that should go? I it's. Hmm. I think we're past Shaq Fu being dubbed like one of the worst games ever. I think that joke has come and gone because they released a sequel to it. <laughs> um. So it's a wonky game. I don't. I don't think anybody cares that much about it anymore for it to be like, oh, they put this on it. I'm not going to get that mini whatever. That's true. But like on a list of games, would that be included on, you know, would you want that to take up space, you know, versus like having Bubsy on there? Right. The Danica Patrick of the Genesis mini. Um, (laughs) No, because they could spend time on something else. Yeah, that would be on there for sure. Oh, my gosh. We could do like a top 10 games you should never re-release or port or something like that yeah Uh, that's some good questions though um and then in the discord uh oh shit i forgot to post a link of this but virtual eric asks thoughts on the undumped um sorry akira game boy prototype selling for two thousand dollars on ebay um this is uh you know the japanese anime movie akira marcy have you seen that Yeah. yeah yeah um there uh, recently, and I'm going to have to find it real quick. Um, I kind of wish Rob was here for this because I feel like he'd have uh, some opinions on Akira. But um, yeah, so recently someone found, or not found, but like there's a video of, and I'll, I'll link it in the um, the chat here real quick. But uh, there was four Game Boy games um, that I think they were made to run actually on the super game boy. I'm not sure how that the logistics works with that. Uh, and it's like a 10 minute video. So you can kind of just skim through it to see that it does work, but it has placeholder sound, which is kind of hilarious. Cause the placeholder sound is like, like free reign stuff. That's super upbeat. Um, and, um, but yeah, there's, there's four unfinished Akira carts and a dude did a video on them two, three years ago, actually. Those exact carts showed up on eBay and went for um, over $2,600 to someone. Uh, there's oh. also a Genesis game um, that was never released. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Uh, that one is just crazy to me um, because it had... Uh, it. It had like um, a bike portion where you're riding on the motorcycle. Then it, this is the Genesis one. It also had a first person portion where you're, I think Tetsuo was the one that went crazy. Um, he is in, when he's in the hospital, there's a first person 
game of that. Then there's a platforming portion. Then there's also an isometric, like firing at enemies and stuff portion on the Genesis game, like ridiculously ambitious. Um, But uh, so, yeah, so somebody um, not even a hundred percent sure if this, if it was the guy that uh, did the video was selling them on eBay. Um, Okay. I found the, the Genesis one as well. This one just kind of blew my mind. It's from a CES in 94. The video of the of the uh, the Akira YouTube video, Patrick Scott Patterson. He's um, a a video game historian. He's a he's a pretty good like video game journalist, and he actually wrote for like the first couple issues that we had uh, oh. when we when we had uh, Mega Visions on mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is interesting. So he posted in 2016, and then it just recently showed up on eBay. Yeah, I'm trying to find the eBay auction actually. Um... Uh, let's see here. Do, do, do. Okay, here it is. Uh, it's through Crunchyroll, oh, actually. It's 94, huh? Yeah. Um, and what was the reason they canceled that? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, okay, and that is the eBay auction there. Um, so it went for loading time $2,729. Uh, and it is the four cartridges that um it, we'll put a uh, a link for this so people can see uh, what we're looking at as well but they're just they're opened up game boy carts with different labels of um i don't know why they were canceled but yeah there were four overall and he, the plan was to kind of combine each of them to make a finished game because there's even like a final boss on one of them too which yeah. is a, a blob of organs and everything floating in the air <laughs> uh but that's kind of what akira turned into um it's really cool uh, that stuff like this exists. I so okay. So the guy, um, you said that he wrote for Mega Visions for a little bit, or he was in one of the issues for a Virgo. So he's a video game historian, though. Yeah. So like a preservationist, the, I guess. Yeah. He a lot of like the articles that he wrote were like about the arcades, the Sega arcades. So he had like a uh, uh, a, a column in in the magazine talking about you know different uh, eras of you know, arcades and yeah, he contributed and then kind of stopped. I think he was just busy with other projects and whatnot, but we might, you know, see what he's up to later. But I'm just looking at these bids um, that people, you know, were (laughs) giving for this Akira over 2,700. I don't know if I'd be able to personally shell out that much money. I just don't. Yeah. I can't fathom it. It started at one cent, you know, basic eBay bid started at one penny. And someone and was like, "All right, I'll 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 donate a penny." And then it was like six cents. Then it was going up and up. Yeah. Then it sold within a day on April yeah. 7th. The biggest jump. It looks like at one point it was five hundred fifty-five. Then it jumped up to twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that is impressive. There is a portion in here. Um, it says for the description. Some might ask why eBay was the chosen route for that shift. Well, first we'd like to be able to do something for those who've helped us out. We also have costs to cover related to the to these items and costs involved in moving forward with the plans for the informational side of the archive project that we are retaining. The motivation is to get it done quickly so the focus can be kept where we need it most. This made for the best solution for every factor we had to take into consideration. So it sounds like there's still the plan to actually complete the, the game, uh, like combining all those dumps. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess this was to just... Uh, just get them out there to help fund that project. I like my opinion is 
Okay, so it's the historian and the preservation is doing this. I think that's fine. I, I was under the impression that somebody just got a hold of them and they're just selling them to make a buck. Um, because I thought like this definitely is a part of gaming history because it's one of arguably the most important anime movies. And yeah. it was uh, never made into a video game, which definitely could have made for a good video game if put in the right hands. But so I thought like, why would you just give these to someone? These need to be in a museum. But if they're collaborating and like getting the project still going and everything to make the game, then I guess it's not, I don't have a problem with, uh, you know, selling those things on ebay um it's still weird to me but yeah there's no like box art or anything it's just opened up game boy cartridges so unless they had those uh unless they always keep those little masking tape labels on them you don't actually know what they are until you plug it into something right so what do you think about all that i mean i i think for like, like i said i don't i would never personally shell out that much money for any game, honestly, I think the most money that I've ever shelled out was for Shenmue 3's Kickstarter, oh, which yeah. was around $350. Oh, no. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, which year yeah. was that? Are you getting the jacket or 2015, something? 2015. Uh, no, I think it, the, the uh, I think the jacket was actually much more. Um, yeah. Because uh, mine also included uh, Yu Suzuki's uh, some kind of illustration, and he personally signed it. So I oh. kind of wanted that. And there were like other, all the other, you know, uh, prizes that were beneath that tier that came with it. So supposedly there was supposed to be like a demo that was going to be released on PC, like, you know, at the beginning of the year before the game got released. That never happened unless they still plan on, you know, releasing it. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because the release is coming up pretty soon. So I don't know that there is going to be a demo anywhere. Yeah, it's April and it's coming out in August at the end of August. So mm. I doubt it. But maybe yeah. there's like an early beta or something in at, in July. We'll see. Even but, if they had like in place of, uh, I think they should do this in place of a demo, have a what's Shenmue 3 disc. And it's just like documentary type stuff of the game being made would be fine. <laughs> Uh, there is a documentary that was being made uh, with Adam Scipione. He created this documentary initially uh, to just be about Shenmue. This was actually before Shenmue Three was announced, and oh, right. then, it, then it turned into a you know what's the meaning of the game, and then it, they're making a making of Shenmue Three documentary with it. Um, so that's why it's been taking so long. But that's probably going to come out around the same time. Um, but what about okay. you? Have you ever, what was the most amount of money that you've shelled out for a video game? Oh, paraphernalia? Golly. Um, I mean, we're obviously like excluding consoles and things like that. Yeah. Um, oh boy. I don't know. Cause I haven't, I've, I've been okay. Not going crazy with some of that stuff. It's gotta be. Hmm. Maybe just the Sonic Mania collection, collector's edition, because that was like eighty bucks. But I don't feel like I've gone super crazy with them, because I, I feel like it's only a matter of time where I'm going to do that with Burning Rangers. Because um, I guess like it's it's a weird thing that you know I have Panzer Dragoon Saga. I have one of the most expensive Saturn games ever. So yeah. like stuff like that, I I happened across and didn't have to go crazy with anything. So it's um. I don't know. I I don't know that I've ever gone super extravagant. I've come really close since I since Knuckles is my favorite Sonic related character. I've come really close to those um, first four figure statues that go for like two or three hundred dollars. 
Mm -hmm. uh, but nothing. If my girlfriend was in this room, she could probably yell at me what it is, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to think about that. Maybe I'll get back to people with that next time we record. Cause that's, that's got me wondering. And, and I can't look around my room cause everything's packed up right now. So opening boxes. No, that's the opposite of what I need to do. <laughs> that's a good question. That's a good, uh, maybe we should bring that up next episode for everybody. Like what's the craziest or whatever. I'm sure Chris has like three freaking consoles that he's spent more than he needs to on or whatever. So oh, I have no doubt in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, so that's interesting. That's an interesting little tidbit of history there. It's I didn't even know. I remember hearing forever ago that the Akira Genesis game was going to exist, but I never looked into stuff until now. Um, so it's pretty cool. Uh, and then one more question from the Discord. Uh, Star James 77 asks, I don't know if this is good enough for the podcast, but are you guys more excited about Persona 5 Joker being in Smash Brothers or DC Joker getting a movie? Um, for myself, probably the movie because I haven't played Persona 5. <laughs> Uh, I've played a little bit of Persona 5, but not enough to be invested in Persona 5 uh, and the Joker character. So I would also be more interested in the Joker movie. And like I mentioned earlier, uh, I'm probably more <laughs> interested in the DC Joker and Mortal Kombat because I'm curious what kind of fatalities they give them. So, yeah, that's, oh, that's yeah. probably my personal opinion. I didn't even think about fatalities. Who knows? So, uh, I get. Mm, I hope that one is, you know, the the squirting flower on his jacket, but it like sprays acid or something. That'd be cool. It'd be kind of like reptile. Uh, they did a. Uh, they did one when it was Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, which isn't the best game, uh, just because of the limitations. Um, where he shot a gun and it just had like the bang symbol come out of the gun, and then he turned around and actually shot the person. Oh, yeah, nice. That was kind of cool. Um, <laughs> That's pretty good. But those also had to be teen. Yeah. So yeah, it was. So, so that's was uh, pretty... definitely more excited for Joker in Mortal Kombat. Pretty dumped down. Or I mean the Joker movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, anyway, we're gonna. I'm going to put away my sack, stuff everything back in there, and zip put it all away. back up. Go back to your home. And then we're going to roll on over to the news sack. No, 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 news sack. Need some sort of da, 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 da music going on. <laughs> um, Do it in post. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, get, get Colin Mockery in here to start us off. Uh, <laughs> so Sega announced 10 more games for the Genesis Mini. Uh, very exciting. Um, and once we list them off here, we'll say why. Uh, the next 10 games announced for the mini will cover a wide range of classic titles. Um, and uh, what it is overall, I well, let's just read them. Uh, Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse, World of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, Thunder Force 3, Super Fantasy Zone, Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master, Streets of Rage 2, Earthworm Jim, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Contra Hardcore, and Landstalker. Um, and that joins, you know, the ones that have already been announced, Sonic, Echo, Castlevania, Space Harrier, Shining Force, Mean Bean Machine, Toe Jam, Mineral, Comic Zone, Alter Beast, Gunstar Heroes. Um, this is a good 
chunk of stuff. Uh, Japan got uh, some different overall. I'll read the Japan list because I don't even know which ones are the 10 new ones. So Japan's list right now, Castlevania Bloodlines, Comic Zone, Contra, Dyna Brothers 2, Sega Channel Special, which is cool. I wish we'd get some Sega Channel stuff. Uh, Game no Katsume Otokoyo, Gunstar Heroes, Land Soccer, Musha, Mado Monogatari 1, Powerball, Poyo Poyo 2, Rent a Hero, Shining Force, Sonic 2, Space Harrier 2, Streets of Rage 2, Super Fantasy Zone, The Hybrid Front, Thunder Force 3, and World of Illusions, starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. So, what do you think about... Oh, uh, one thing I want to say before I ask your opinion, Marcin. Yeah. The fact that Disney games are in here is a big thing, because it shows that there is possibility for more licensed stuff. And this was the era... This was arguably the strongest era for licensed games between Disney and other like movie tie-ins. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. What do you think about those listed games there, Marcin? I think their biggest uh, and the best Disney games would were on the Genesis. I don't know how many were on the Super Nintendo. If well, That was also when like it, it was a different company. I remember... Aladdin, it was a different company that did every version of that game. Yeah. So crazy. But I think the Genesis versions were the best, like Lion King and Toy Story. Uh, Those games I remember playing um, and remember very fondly. So I I actually hope that they make it to um, the list, but I guess we'll see. Uh, Yeah. So the other thing, like you said, uh, more licensed games. I think that's really important and integral, especially because um, third-party games were a big factor in, in Genesis' uh, history. Um, but the list that they currently have, you know, they have obviously the staples that you, you have to include, uh, you know, Sonic 1, 2, uh, Altered Beast, Streets of Rage. Um, I'm happy that Earthworm Jim's in there, Contra Hardcore. Uh, Thunder Force 3, and then, yeah, the Castle of Illusion games with uh, Mickey in them. Uh, those are really good ones to uh, put in there. Hopefully, uh, this does much better than the PlayStation Mini yeah. does. Oh, boy. Because I, I, don't, I don't understand, like, what went wrong with the PlayStation Mini. I think there were some good mm-hmm. games, but there was also a big chunk that they were missing from their library. And I don't know how they weren't able to just come up with, you know, um, better titles in there. But, I mean, the, 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 it reflected the sales because when I worked at Best Buy, the shelves were still full of, of the playstation minis and the nes mini even the SNES mini when i thought <coughs> the fad died of the <laughs> the you know the minis being sold people were still waiting in line uh before the store opened just to grab one. Oh wow i believe it. it yeah i'm sure there were lines somewhere for the playstation classic yeah but that thing got down as low as 30 bucks i believe at retail oh yes um yeah this is uh and and this is cool also like, I feel like this is finally, you know, there were some for the SNES Mini, but I feel like this is finally showing, oh, there were some good two-player games back in the day, you know? Because, um, yeah, World of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, that's a great co-op game. Uh, and um, Streets of Rage 2, of course. Uh, Contra. Contra is a big get because that game is only going up in price because it's that's a Genesis exclusive and it's never been ported to anything else. Um, I actually don't know Landstalker. I bet I will if I look up that cover real quick. Uh, but 
Yeah, licensing is good. Licensing is big. Uh, it'd be cool if they threw Aladdin on there at the new movie coming out, but who really knows what will come of that? Um, I sure don't recognize this Landstalker cover art. <laughs> um, and one thing, uh, one other thing, I will say, I'm I'm glad that Sega is finally releasing like a a product that is essentially you know uh, a high quality you know Genesis mini version because you know that we've we've seen so many you know you know at game version Sega Genesis minis yep. other other ones that were you know attempts at uh, you know selling the the genesis name and it's had nothing to do with sega directly but you know most people don't care or think about that and when they buy it they'll be like oh sega released the shitty product so right. um i'm i'm really happy that you know this is looking to shape uh, this is shaping up to be a very very good uh mini console yeah uh looking at Landstalker now i do recognize this it's kind of an isometric zelda um <clears throat> running around slashing your sword you got heart containers as your health and everything but it looks cool it looks like something i'd i'd try out yeah um yeah just uh, earthworm gym is a big grab for a lot of people too uh and that of course gets chris excited for the possibility of booker man i'm sorry chris nobody wants to play booker man yeah nobody <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> but that's pretty great uh, and that's going to lead into our discussion point later on. But let's take a look at some more news here. Uh, next up, Marson, what have you got for us there? So uh, they kind of hinted at, uh, we kind of uh, discussed this a little bit in our news sack, uh, where they brought up Persona 5's Joker. Um, but we'll kind of talk about it a little bit more here. So as everyone knows, Super Smash Bros. has uh, DLC and they are slowly releasing new fighters all the way um, through uh, 2020. Uh, the latest one is Persona 5's Joker, which is an interesting addition uh, to the roster. Um, so yeah, I like I said before, I played a little bit of persona five i'm not you know <laughs> really invested or super excited for this character but i'm happy that you know he joins the roster along with you know bayonetta and sonic um maybe we'll see more sega related characters in the future yeah uh it's exciting to see an anime type character that's not fire emblem in my yeah. opinion <laughs> everyone looks the same uh, in super smash bros from fire emblem sometimes i can't tell the difference yeah um, i sure can't but like who's Joker the one with the book kind of oh style. the other one with the book yes and the hair <laughs> and the yes. sword yeah uh, exactly um but joker has his own style and that and persona 5 is very stylistic so it'll be cool to see um his moves in there and how flashy he is and everything so uh, and he'll look great on all those levels that are made entirely of penises because the level editor is <laughs> out now too. <laughs> Which is also cool, you know, but like you said, I'm looking forward to all the penis stages. Yeah, the, that was like, like I was still finding, um, I lived, um, one of my roommates that I live with now, we lived with someone else at one point together, and that was when the Wii U Smash Brothers came out, so you could make levels and stuff, and we made all kinds of, there was one called Space Dicks 2016 or something, uh, but um, definitely loaded that game up long after moving away from one of the, from our joint roommate, and uh, she apparently went in and made some dick stages of her own, <laughs> just to surprise <laughs> us down the road, so it was pretty great. <laughs> Because uh, we were both like, did you make this one? No, I don't think. Uh, hmm, okay, but it was pretty great. Nice little Easter egg. 
Yes, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so that's cool. Um, more characters that aren't just, you know, Nintendo guys. So that's neat. Oh, boy. Speaking of dicks and sticks. Oh, are you going to say something, Marson? I was going to just say if there were any characters you were hoping to see in Super Smash Bros. in the future as DLC. Like, is um, there anyone that you might be interested Piranha in? Piranha Plant got me excited because my favorite thing about Smash Brothers is when they have characters that should not be like anything other than stationary or just don't make sense to be in a fighting game like duck hunt dog. I got really excited for as a dog lover. And also just because it's crazy um, or even like Rob the robot. But I, I don't know. I, I, of course, you know, gut reaction says throw knuckles in there, but I would love to see like how fighters mega mix had the Hornet from Daytona USA. I'd love to see stuff that just doesn't make sense as a fighting game. Like get, I don't know the entire Pokemon store in there as a fighter or something somehow. Um, a something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Or oh, you know what? I think they, it, I don't know how they haven't done this yet, but Master Hand is not playable, but instead kind of in queue with him, make the Power Glove a fightable character. Oh, God. Just like floating. Yeah. Power I think glove. that would be that would great. Be interesting. Yeah. I, I'd totally be down for that. And I th- and like if you want to still incorporate the dumb motion controls for the power gloves like S- Super Smash, you could have you would have to like steer back and forth like Rad Racer or whatever um, <laughs> to somehow run people over. I don't know. It'd be fun. Um, yeah. What, do you have one that's like just off the wall that you would like to see in Smash? I don't know if you really do. You play Smash really? I mean, I do play. I do play Smash. That was one of the games that uh, we generally play. Like if we're if it's the weekend and you know we're drinking or whatever it's it's a fun you know party game to play yeah Uh, um i don't uh i i asked you the question but then like when you asked me the question i'm drawing a blank um i i mean it'd be cool to see rio in it but i don't know oh right you know i feel like if he was in it he'd be kind of difficult like uh like rio ryu or ken how they actually have fighting moves you know what i mean yeah uh, he, he, I could see him being a more challenging player or, you know, his dash attack would have to be jumping in a forklift and running people over. Yeah. But I'm all for like more Sega characters in there just because uh, yeah. there's already a relationship between the two. Um, so yeah, Knuckles is another one. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Amy, you know, maybe tails, you know, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit surprised they haven't thrown just one more of Sonic sidekicks in at this point mm-hmm. anyway, but I don't know. It's it, need to let Sakurai rest every, you know, three years, but, uh, before he spits out another smash brothers back in his coffin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh boy. Okay. Speaking of dicks and sticks, Capcom has announced their arcade stick. Coffee Good table. Lord. Yes, it is a coffee table. It is their logo, but it is it has two joysticks fashioned in it, um, which and there are six actually it looks like eight buttons next to each of them. There's the six like in the standard style and then two above. Oh, that. yeah. But it is the giant <laughs> fucking Capcom logo. This thing is so ugly. Why would they do this? So the uh, buttons actually just blend in with the logo, right? Yeah, they or yeah. Like so a, they're just clear. Okay. Um, I'm trying to look, I'm trying to get the okay. 29 inches wide, so two and it, like uh, over two feet wide. This thing is a plug and play, and it comes with only 16 games: 1944, Alien vs. Predator, Armored Warriors, Capcom Sports Club, Captain Commando, Cyberbots, 
Darkstalkers, Eco Fighters, Final Fight, Ghouls and Ghosts, Giga Wing, Mega Man the Power Battle, Pro Gear, Street Fighter 2, Hyper Fighting, Strider, and Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Oh, I was very excited when they teased this because I saw snippets of the Alien vs. Predator beat em up. I'm a huge Aliens fan. When uh, did they but, first tease this? Um, Like a day before the announcement. So oh, it was okay. probably like Monday, uh, uh, almost a week ago as of this recording. Um, and they just had like, uh, you know, arcade sounds, but it was a reflection zoomed in on two of the buttons and you could see the reflection of the, the games being played. Mm-hmm. Um, that got people excited for sure because Capcom has a good library. They were dominating the arcades at one point. They had oh, great. Yeah. They did some of the great um, Disney ports as well uh, for that era and everything. But holy shit, this looks so ugly. It looks so dumb, and it's just. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. One last thing before we get too far into our opinions. It has a USB uh, H. USB HD power input and then a power button. So it is a plug and play. So I guess you're going to have like an HD cable going across your whole living room. Yeah. <laughs> In addition to, you know, it's so two feet, like what, what's there? What's comparable to that? I'm trying to think of some real world piece of furniture, maybe a coffee table. <laughs> yeah. Like a, um, a, pretty much a dresser, you know, yeah. like a dresser drawer. It's about as long as a dress. <laughs> the, the thing is like, Cool, it's got two-player stuff. Cool, you can sit next to your best buddy or whoever and play these games. But what about when you're playing by yourself? Are you going to have to, like, prop it up, find the cat or something? And Because you're just going to have half of uh, a whole foot hanging off your lap. Yeah, and then, like, if you want it balanced, you kind of have to put it in the middle, but then you have to, like, bend your body to the left or the right, you know, in order to play. I don't know. And then the other thing is, like, you know, people with, I don't know, personal space issues <laughs> if you're yeah, playing exactly. two player, it's like all right well you're stuck with me and wherever i'm moving you basically have to be there yeah um, i don't know i mean thing. that's a, i mean i guess the proper setup is, i mean it's like as if you're in an arcade right yeah. you know the arcade cabinet has you know their the sticks are right next to each other and, and yeah but I, I don't know i don't know about this design i know you know it's the capcom home arcade so Capcom games, why not make this plug and play a giant logo and then put buttons and a joystick on there? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know about the design. And I also feel like 16 titles is a bit uh, small, especially just because, you know, all the other, like the mini consoles have way more than 16 games on there. Right. And I think Capcom has a much bigger library than 16 games. You yeah. Know? Where's all the other fighters? And do you know if this is going to, like, is there DLC? Are they going to be oh, yeah, it, um, allowed to have more games on it? Right. So to, uh, one thing we forgot to mention, um, it's going to be $260. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. So that's not even, what is that? Like, um, okay, 16 games. Let's see here. Math, math, math. Oh my god, everything's so mean, slow. Given it is a coffee table and it's basically like getting two fight sticks, so I guess it's not terrible. <laughs> but oh, you went robotic for a second. What'd you say after oh, coffee you table? Hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. Uh you went out after coffee table though. Oh, I was just saying, uh yeah, given it is a coffee table and it has two fight sticks, I guess the pricing isn't that terrible. But uh, it's 16 bucks a game, pretty much, if we take away like the fact that it's decent uh, arcade sticks. Oh, boy, that's a lot. Um, 
Uh, oh, but yes, you're asking about uh, other stuff with it. It is why it does have uh, Wi-Fi um, for leaderboards, apparently. But that in mind, uh, if it has Wi-Fi, that means maybe it could download other games. Like maybe this is, you know, their start of a arcade library console home setup for something, um, which could be cool. But, uh-oh, Marcin, are you still there? Oh, no. All right, welcome, everyone, to the Scotty Mo podcast, uh, where I talk to myself about how stupid this Capcom thing is. And I'm going to try to talk to Marcin now through Facebook, because that's the system we use. Marcin, you died. Marcin, I am not hearing you. If you are talking to me, are talking to me... Rutrow, classic Scooby Doo. Scotty Mo doesn't like this arcade stick. Scotty Mo thinks that it's giant and stupid. Um, have fun editing this part, Chris. But uh, this is dumb. I think Crapcom's back. Crapcom's back. I'll tell Marson the Crapcom's back when he's back. Marson, goddammit. <laughs> oh no! Now he officially dropped. Oh, this is very exciting live reactions to what's going on with our crazy ass connection here. And now he's back. Marcin, are you back? Hello. There you are. You're back. All right. Yeah, it was like getting really robotic and then it cut off. Uh-oh. <laughs> and Do you hear me all right? Do I sound okay? You 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 sound fine now. I don't know if it's, it's my cable or what, but mm, yeah, okay. you sound okay. I'm just going to stand very still. Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> so that the, the, the cable doesn't, doesn't see you. Me. Yeah. Um. Okay, so the last thing you said was coffee table. <laughs> yes, the last thing I did say was coffee table. Um, so I, I was basically saying for the price, you know, since it is a coffee table and you're basically getting two fight sticks, I guess it's not that terrible. But Oh, yeah, and then I said it would be roughly 16 bucks a game if you just remove the sticks entirely and go by that pricing. So, uh, But uh, one other thing I said was that it does have Wi-Fi. Um, yeah. So if it can maybe de uh, the Wi-Fi it says on here is for high score leaderboards. That's kind of cool. But uh, if it means that they're going to download more games onto it, then that's really cool. And just like start a library, maybe. But I uh, when this was teased, everybody I'm pretty sure everyone thought, oh, OK, they're going to release some sort of arcade looking console and then have two arcade sticks coming from it like that you can plug into it two separate arcade sticks not a giant yeah. block not a suitcase yeah uh i i would have been more if they cut that in half and then just honestly like just inch it out a little bit and then you know just put the capcom logo like right on it have one stick be yellow have one stick be blue but yeah not like a whole logo and it's, it's you know just stuck together um, I, I don't know if I'm a fan of that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited to hear how this does. I don't know, like how, if it feels good, if it plays well, if the games are worth it, whatever. And, and that's the thing too. Arcade games, arcade games are made to be short. So $260 for something that you could probably get through in a Saturday afternoon, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, that's rough. I don't know. Um, Boy, that's some news there. Uh, let's see what we've got next here. Uh, okay, yeah. So um, going further outside the industry, uh, PlayStation 5 details have been announced. Um, now, 
I, there are some specs listed. We'll go through a couple of them here, but I do want to just preface this with, I'm sure everyone in the world is talking about PS5, so we're not going to go into too much detail about this. Um, but uh, it was actually through an interview in Wired Magazine website, whatever they do now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, apparently the CPU is going to be an AMD chip based on Ryzen, uh, and eight times core, uh, GPU and ray tracing. Um, it'll be a custom AMD Navi GPU that supports ray tracing. Um, and Digital Foundry could probably tell you more about that because I don't even know what that means. Um, <laughs> 3D audio. Uh, oh, it'll have a solid state drive, which is a big deal. Uh, and yeah. they, something they pointed out was that uh, there's an example of a 0.8 second loading time compared to 15 seconds when tested with Marvel's uh, open world Spider-Man game. So that that's kind of crazy for an open world game to load in less than a second. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, presumably it'll uh, actually it's going to support 8K. So get if your anyone has an ready. 8K TV out there, this yeah, is so, going to be for you. <laughs> yeah. Bill Gates and um, presidents of countries will be able to enjoy this to its fullest. Uh, but yeah, of course, it'll include 4K as well with that. Um, the big thing, though, that I think we could talk a little bit about is that it is going to have backwards compatibility to PS4, uh, and the it will not be digital only from what they've been saying either, which is kind of a big deal for me and leans me more towards this than Microsoft possibly going all digital. Yeah. Uh, and let's see here. Oh, and some games will likely release both on the PS4 and the PS5. Um they speculated in the Wired article that Death Stranding would be an example. Uh, and let's see here. Uh, cloud functionality. Got to have that cloud gaming. And, oh, uh, PSVR is confirmed to support it. So you'll probably be able to use... I mean, they have a decent... Uh, the PSVR did all right. Um, I wouldn't say that it did crazy good, but it did sell... They did sell some headsets with RE7 and... Um, yeah, uh, Moss and what's the other? There's a couple other games on there, but gave but me that, nausea. Oh, really? So I've never really, I haven't tried the PS VR. I've only tried the um, uh, shit. What's the one with Valve? The Vive. Uh, yeah, I've only done that one, but uh, it's not made by Valve, but whatever. Um, yeah, so that's happening, but that you know they'll have the install base with the PS4 owners and VR owners. Um, what do you think, Marson? You grabbing this day one or anything? Uh, I don't know about day one. Honestly, it would have to, it would have to, I would have to see what kind of games come out that are exclusive for the PS5 or, uh, I'd have to check out the price point too. Um, honestly, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, getting the PS5 just because there is that backwards compatibility with PS4 games. Right. Um, and uh yeah so all all the specs that they that they basically you know describe makes it to me uh, to me sounds like an expensive console but they said it's going to be comparable to previous you know uh, launches now it could be comparable to five hundred dollars yeah some like like a ps3 launch like they had a six hundred dollar you know model <laughs> um yeah. or maybe yeah or the you know close to the ps4 so like like four hundred you know, dollars or whatever it was at the time, 350. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it was like 400. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. But again, I think now we've reached a point where consoles are just going to have more like incremental changes and updates versus like a completely 
uh, revamped console. I think we've reached that point where it's just, it's just going to be like uh, mobile phones, where it's right. going to be slight, you know, you know, alterations, and I don't know about yearly updates. Which, but I mean, yearly updates would be cool. Um, but yeah, I'm just uh, we'll, we'll just see because right now it's 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 really speculation, and on my end, I'll wait until they announce games and and what the actual console looks like. Um, so yeah, yeah, um, it's um, it. I feel cynical for saying this that it's not as exciting as I have been for previous like info dumps on upcoming consoles. Uh, cause it's, yeah, like you said, we're kind of going the incremental thing, like iPhone five S and whatever S and this X 2.5. And so, yeah, it'll have to be, show me a good launch lineup and maybe, but also this kind of fits my needs because my, I have, um, I'm not sure it's a launch console, but it's not a pro and it's not a slim and my PS4 is getting pretty loud. So I was, I was my deciding like thing was, okay, I'll get a pro when the last of us two, when they announce the last of us two bundle with it. Mm -hmm. Um, but if it's going to be like last of us two as a launch game with PS five, yeah, I'll just trade my PS four in, especially if I can play all my games on it. Yeah. So, but, uh, I'm not as much as it's, it's strange because also everybody before this was saying the next gen is going to be all digital except for Nintendo off in their world. And with that in mind, I was thinking like, am I going to get the next console? Cause I have a PC now that can play games. Maybe I'll just have a switch in my PC, but I don't know if my PS4 is getting too loud and PS5 is going to be out with last of us two. That's, that's my deciding factor. Anyway, is there like a game that you think, cause I mean, what the hell is an exclusive anymore, but is there yeah. any like solid game if it came out on PS five that you would get it with Marson? Yeah, think? I don't, I don't think so. And, you know, I've personally also just kind of reached that point where, um, specs and graphics don't really, uh, right. Entice me as much like that. That's not going to be my main selling point. I remember, you know, like when you go from like PlayStation to N64 to Dreamcast to PS2, and then you have that big jump to the 360, like each one had like this gigantic jump in visuals. And at the time, I mean, obviously I was much younger. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Look how great this looks. And, you know, yeah. like these gigantic jumps in, in graphics and whatnot, you'll obviously be seeing more exclusives. But now, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, like you said, with, with the um, popularity in PC gaming, um, and, uh, you know, like people, uh, appreciating games, uh, for the gameplay versus the visuals. I, I at least I think so. Um, I, that's I don't pretty that's, much the indie that's, scene that's, anymore. You that's know? not a big selling point for me. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, no, it all makes sense. Uh, yeah, I think like if you look back, the biggest jumps were, you know, 8-bit to 16-bit had a jump, but then 16 to 32-bit, like PS2 to PS3, I'm sorry, um, Genesis to Dreamcast, you know, and then the PS2 was out. That was a big jump. And then the PS3 was a big jump, definitely, because we went from disc CDs to Blu-ray. But then after that, the 3 to the 4, you know, the 360 to the 1, not as big of a leap. Uh, mm -hmm. And even Nintendo, like, the people are going to forget about the Wii U in, like, the next 10 years. That was kind of a half step for them from the yeah. GameCube to, uh, or I'm sorry, from the Wii to the Wii U and then the switch. Cause the switch came out within that same generation almost. Yeah. Um, it's weird. Uh, so yeah, I guess, you know, stay tuned and we'll let you know how pumped we are for this or if we're not, you know, um, 
And uh, I think we've got uh, enough time still. We could do the Shenmue thing and then go into our top tens. What do you think? Yeah, I think we we could kind of uh, discuss it uh, for a little bit anyway. Um, yeah, I think we're doing fine on time because it's just uh, it's the dynamic duo right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all right. That's PS Five stuff. Uh, Marson, you got a little tidbit for us now, though. Yeah, so this has been out for like a week and a half or so, but we didn't really discuss it um, on Ironically, the podcast. because we were doing the Shenmue podcast. We were doing a Shenmue podcast last week. Um, uh, but there were new screenshots that were released uh, a week a week and a half or so ago um, that basically showed a little more uh, gameplay, a little more detail into what the uh, actual gameplay of Shenmue 3 looks like. Um and the screenshots look great. I mean, like they, they look great for Shenmue. <laughs> Let me preface that because they're right. So, uh, the some of the uh, NPCs when he interacts with them, they look you know cartoonish and what I would uh, you know describe as Shenmue looking characters. Um, yeah. So the uh, the creator Yu Suzuki had a beachside chat at Reboot Develop Blue. Um, where he basically showed off these screenshots and then he detailed um, some of the, uh, you know, the gameplay. Um, so some, you know, some highlights uh, included um, him discussing shifting the design of the game to meet the team's strengths. Um, he realized the team needs to be engaged to making a good game. So uh, he really had the team focus on things that they were um, good at Suzuki's trying to do things in Shenmue 3 that he couldn't do in the previous games like pawning an item and gambling the money away. So while these systems did exist before, they weren't actually connected to each other. Um, the core oh. fighting system is integrated hmm. through a skill book, which uh, unlocks skills by collecting more items. Um, Bayou Village is a setting, and it's one of the two main areas. It's a, uh, Bayou Village is a countryside area, and it features items and prize winnings. Um, as well as skills that can be purchased with money. Um, every game system in the game is tied to this skill book. Um, Suzuki said he's working more towards uh, complex accessibility modes for battle. <coughs> so instead of difficult dip switches like back in the day, they let you set the battle difficulty, uh, ranging from easy to better not play in this mode. So, you know, expert or hard. Um, the complexity of control increases with your chosen difficulty. Um, and then the older games, there was a dojo, but you weren't able to do much besides just, you know, kicking to the air and, you know, practicing your moves. This one, there's a wooden man that, and uh, you can practice your moves on. You can also spar and compete in matches in order to increase your skills. Um, and of course, the minigames are popular in Shenmue and, you know, this will be no exception. They'll have the gotcha, the crane games. The punching game, so QTE title that you saw from the first game, is going to make a return in this one. Uh, and there will be an emphasis on physical and mechanical games. Um, there will also be you know, some electronic video games as well, hopefully for True Fighter. Um, and the forklift will return. I think that's more of a fan service thing. I don't think he yeah. um, initially envisioned to bring the forklift back into this game. Um, I think... Uh, people were just asking for it on, you know, the Kickstarter comments, and then he put it in um, in the game as fan service. So they're not really explaining what the forklift will be used for, but I think it's just going to be a uh, part of the story where he has to move some kind of thing to climb um, 
you know, the box to get to the next spot. He said this is going to be a much slower forklift than the one in oh, Shenmue. Oh, good God. No. Why? <laughs> well, it, probably because you are not going to be racing the forklift in this game. It's just going to be used as a story. Well, what's the point? Item. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think it's just to like, remember this, you know, like yeah, me- member it, berries in South Park. Right. You might not even use it for more than like 10 minutes. You know, it's just oh, yeah. in there. That's all he's kind of said with this. Yeah. But yeah, so it's these are some of the, the highlights. So there's going to be uh, more uh, an in-depth uh, battle system. And there's going to be more of an integrated system between everything in the game. So where capsules, you know, capsule toys and, and all this stuff was kind of separated. He basically integrated everything together. Uh, which, you know, you can use uh, to put in the skill book. The skill book uh, will be, uh, I'm assuming, skills that you can uh, get to, you know, defeat enemies and people you can... um, Yeah, that's interesting. Right. And then, you know, looking at some of the screenshots that he shared uh, visually, I think it looks... I think it looks good, you know, for for the team that they had and the amount of money that they had. I think he did a great job with with the game and i'm looking forward to you know seeing more gameplay yeah um, i do see one of the screenshots has the arcade there it looks like there's a stand-up game with a steering wheel i wonder if they'll throw crazy taxi in or something <laughs> that'd be cool um but yeah you can see it over there qte title yeah so that that one that is in shenmue one i think it's in shenmue two as well it's in one of the buildings yeah um yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm stoked. I, I'm really excited for it. You can see in one of the screenshots uh, the prizes you can get, these items that you that you know you can purchase. Uh, they also mentioned in the conference about uh, items being you know different prices in different shops. So it could be the same item, but you know, in one shop it'll be twenty bucks, and the other one it'll be you know fifty. So they said you know you just gotta look around and you know shop for the best deals. Um, right. But I'm curious to see what what more of these things can do. Yeah, I think um, it's good that it's coming out this gen because if this was next gen, it would look like outdated graphics. So, oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's not cutting edge. That that's the biggest thing that people need to keep in mind is like when this came out on Dreamcast, it had a massive budget and it was kind of borderline. It was pushing um, a lot of boundaries, especially with just how characters looked and how their mouths actually moved coherently somewhat Especially to what you're saying hardware too you know <laughs> yeah that's what i mean like so uh, hopefully people understand you know that this isn't going to be the next like um david cage or anything that's coming out here the next uh, detroit become human or anything like that but yeah we haven't seen it really in motion yet so i'm 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 getting anxious because i want to see it in motion but these screenshots mm-hmm. do look really good yeah, I mean, the, the environment, like, uh, up until this point, a lot of it was, like, you know, the environments were screenshots, and the environments are gorgeous, and I understand, you know, when you have a game like this on this kind of budget, you, uh, you know, you, you direct your your funding towards the design and detail of the main characters of the game, and then, you know, the, the second supporting cast you know npcs that you talk to if you have you know a smaller budget (laughs) they're not going to look as good but um again like this it looks like a shenmue game and if you haven't played shenmue it's kind of hard to describe what that means (laughs) um yeah but yeah it just they look like the style you know of a shenmue game in more of a current generation uh update yeah, it's not it. Um, 
one of the bigger things is like shading and like how different lighting falls on characters and areas. I felt like that was, if there was anything that you could say the first two lacked, it was that it, it felt like nighttime only because it was darker, but you didn't feel like it was really nighttime. I don't even know how to say what I'm saying. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. The different like layers you would experience. Cause yeah, just the, that's a big thing in games and you know some games don't pull it off and they look too dark by trying to look too realistic with all those grays and greens and browns but um yeah i'm excited to see more of this it's it's good that there's more gradual news coming out especially with it creeping up so soon Mm -hmm. um man it august is not that far away (laughs) so no yeah this is big um so okay yeah that's cool that's good some good shenmue news um do we want to do this pop culture thingy and talk about what movies we're excited for at all? Do you care about that? Uh, I mean, I could discuss it. Like, if you want to, I, it doesn't, you know. Yeah, I have a couple, but I don't know how much we'll get into with them. So we could do it real quick and then maybe um, go into the... Oh, where'd my freaking window go? There it is. And then go into what's... Uh, coming up or what's what our top tens are so yeah so that's the video game stuff uh we'll hop into some pop culture type tastiness now and uh kind of just since summer's coming up and summer summer's here almost uh we'll talk about kind of what movies we're pumped for so uh with that in mind there was a recent trailer that dropped so marson could you tell me what movies you're excited for well, I am excited for Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, if Chris was here, he would say The Last Jedi was shit because I was about to say <laughs> <Yeah>. that <clears throat> I enjoyed The Last Jedi. Um, I, I, and I'm going to enjoy Episode Nine. I feel like uh, I feel like the Palpatine laugh and the inclusion of Palpatine, in my opinion, seems like a reactionary, creative decision. Yeah, that's too bad. To episode eight. Now, there were interviews with Kathleen Kennedy, who's the president of Lucasfilm, saying that Palpatine was always the plan for episode nine. So if it was, okay, cool. But, you know, based on multiple interviews, it doesn't seem like they had an overarching plan for the trilogy, which, you know, is is strange to me because... The Marvel Cinematic Universe is also under the Disney umbrella, and they were able to plan out 12 or 13 movies with an overarching story. Yeah. So, so it's kind of interesting that they weren't able to. It seemed just like, all right, JJ, you do your own thing, and then the next director will just do his own thing. And then, you know, it's like everyone's just kind of creating their own story as they're going along instead of saying, all right, here's the trilogy. And then at the end of nine, this is what's going to happen to Ray. And these are the main points that you have to cover, but that doesn't sound like that's what happened. So, (laughs) Um, but again, I'm still excited for episode nine. I think the trailer was great. Uh, And I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing more, more details and I will see it on day one. So there you go. When is that out? Is that Christmas? It said this Christmas, they didn't give like a specific date yet. Right. It's probably going to be like December 15th or something like that, like Force Awakens. Yeah. And, uh, Last Jedi. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what? Christmas. When I worked in a movie theater, Christmas was one of the busiest days of the year. Um, mm-hmm. uh, holidays typically are, and that's why theaters are open on holidays, because... Uh, fuck your family. We're going to go see this movie, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. But um, 
Yeah, so uh, the, uh, for me, I am very excited for Marvel's Endgame coming up, Avengers Endgame, um, the new Spider-Man, but I am super pumped for John Wick 3, um, John Wick Parabellum, which uh, I looked it up um, before because I didn't know what Parabellum meant. Uh, it's apparently Latin. Para means prepare and bellum means war, but it comes from the, pra- the phrase uh, CV possum Parabellum, which translates to if you want peace, prepare for war. I am so ready for this fucking movie. Uh, have you seen the other ones, Grimarson? I actually have never seen oh any of the God. John Wick movies. But, like, is it true that it basically started with, is it his cat or his dog that got stolen uh, or killed or kidnapped? Killed, yeah. He, uh, a new puppy that he got was killed. That That is, that's the straw that breaks the camel's back. Um, but it, it's it's more than that. But that is essentially the the joke and the meme and everything. Uh, it's such the, the first one is one of the best action movies I've ever seen hands down. Um, it's so good. Mm. Um, yeah, we might, we might, I might bring that with me if Chris doesn't already have it and we might just watch it at too many games or something. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, so that, that, you know, there's a lot of video games news right now. That's kind of all we got for pop culture, but summer's ramping up and the, the big movies are coming out. Oh, I kind of wish Chris was here because I did just see Bohemian Rhapsody uh, too, which I really, really liked. So, um, yeah. I kind of want to see uh, Detective Pikachu when it comes out. <laughs> I'll May see 15th. it, but I'm not going to rush out for it. Um, oh, that that's in May. Holy crap. Yeah, it comes out May 15th. Wow. All right. Yeah, I'm going to be... It's going to be a busy month for me in May between moving and then actually trying to do other stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of all we're going to chat about with that. But now we're going to get into our main discussion, which I have to scroll up to because I wasn't looking right at it accidentally. (laughs) Oh, for the love of God, where did it go now? It's just a Word document, Scott. Why can't you find this? Uh, Yes, what other 10 games would you like to see added to the list to complete the Genesis Minis library of pre-installed games. Um, I think, well, it wouldn't complete the list, or it it wouldn't complete the library because there's actually going to be 40 altogether. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we can just do 10 because 20, we don't need to go through all that much. Um, So I think what we could do with this is um, list off our 10 and then talk about each of our lists. Um, So do you want to go ahead first with yours, Marson? What if we do, you do one, and then I do one? Um, or do you want to just do all ten? I thought if we we could list all ten and then go through them more individually if we want to. Because I okay. think if we go back and forth, we might lose track. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, or I can go first with my ten if you want me to. Yeah, and just for, uh, before we start this, Chris's list is on here, and he asked for Boogerman. And like we said, no one wants Boogerman. Yeah. Shame on you. Um, okay, yeah, you know what? We'll start off by reading through Chris's list. Um, Rob's too cool for school, so he doesn't have a list. Uh, no, just kidding. But Chris's list is, and I don't know if these are in order of like most wanted to least wanted, but he says Boogerman, General Chaos, Musha, Crusader of Senti, Splatterhouse 2, Fantasy Star 4, Eternal Champions, Alien Soldier, Rock Ignite Adventures, and Ranger X. Um, I will agree with some of these. Uh, Rocket Knight is very good. Um, I don't know Crusader of Senti. Let me look that up. What do you think about that? that list? Uh, Crusader of Senti is actually one of the first games that uh, Atlas made. Um, oh, cool. So that is actually a good one. I, I would 
Um, oh, I recognize the cover of this because the cover looks so generic and boring that I never bothered playing it, and that's why. Yeah, because the cover is, I guess, it's a hieroglyphic, um, like slab of rock, and it says Crusader or Sentry, and then it just has uh, the handle of a sword over it. It's very generic looking. It's like a, but it's a, it's an RPG though. RPG, yeah, yeah. Apparently, Sonic's sitting in a in a lawn chair in this game. <laughs> that's like one of the first images that popped up for it. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Uh, yeah. So that's a list that doesn't matter. Marcin, what about your list? <laughs> um, so, I, okay. Well, you know what? I, I can't be, you know, judging on him because I do have a shitty game or two on mine. Oh, um, yeah. So my list includes Vector Man, Toy Story, uh, Mortal Kombat 2, Rystar, Cool Spot. Alex Kidd in Enchanted Castle, Batman Forever, that's the shitty one, uh, Ultimate, Mortal Kombat 3, Pulse Man, and Spider-Man Venom, Maximum Carnage. Pulse Man, is that a platformer? Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, wow. This Batman Forever game looks delightfully crappy. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, it's it's like digitized graphics. Okay. Uh-huh. 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 Mortal Kombat train. Yeah, it sure is. Toy Story was crazy hard, I remember. Oh, yeah. That one was annoying. But it's it brings back fond memories, so <clears throat> I feel like yeah. uh, I would include that in the in my list. That's a good good chunk of games there. Um, Ristar, uh, you guys say Rystar, I say Ristar, potato, potato. Um, that, that's gotta be on there. I know it's been on every collection that's ever existed in terms of the Genesis, but it's such a good platforming game and it came out so late in the Genesis life cycle that I feel like not enough people played it. Yeah. Um, and it's beautiful and it has a good soundtrack too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A cool spot would be fun. Is that even, was that seven up? I yeah. It was, it was like the, uh, logo for seven up come to life with sunglasses uh the first one i didn't actually play a cool spot first on genesis i actually played they had a playstation (coughs) version of spot goes to hollywood oh yeah uh and yeah each level was uh, a genre of some hollywood movie and that was hard as fuck for me Hmm. um yeah it was cool i really enjoyed it so I'd want a cool spot on Genesis. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at your choices here. Um, Spider-Man, Venom, and Maximum Carnage. Have you played Separation Anxiety? No. That one is, it's it basically uses the same sprites as that game, but it's actually two-player. You play Spider-Man and Venom. Mm. And you the bosses are the, um, the different symbiote uh, suits. Did you see Venom, the movie? Yes. Okay, so, um, shit, what was the enemy's name? What was the bad Venom? <laughs> Carnage? Um, oh, bad Venom. Uh, I'm looking up his name right now, and I'm, I'm not going to find it. so forgettable, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Holy crap. Um, uh, what the hell? Uh, I just want his name. Oh, Riot. That was it. Um. So Riot's one of the symbiotes, uh, but there are other... Let's see here. Trying to find... uh, Nope, that's not going to help. They're called like Toxin, um, stuff like that. 
Grendel, apparently? No, that's not right either. Anyway, those are the five bosses in Separation Anxiety, but it's a good game. Uh, I like it more than Maximum Carnage because Maximum Carnage is only one player, and it just it really feels like it should be a two-player beat-em-up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, may, I, I, that might be worth trying to hunt down uh, if you really like um, that one. Let me see. We'll check game value now.com here and see what separation anxiety goes for if it's something stupid i would just let you borrow my copy i don't care <laughs> um oh it's like 15 bucks loose 30 bucks complete mm, i don't know it's fun though it's a good two-player game oh, um yeah i'll definitely look into that one let's see here yeah do you have any other anything else to say about any other games on there um mortal Kombat. i obviously picked because i I love the Mortal Kombat games, and yeah, I figured I'd include two and three. I feel like one has been released many times, um, mm-hmm. so that's why I picked those two. Um, besides that, looks a lot like Mega Man, it is. <laughs> uh, and then Vector Man, uh, Vector Man, I was probably the first Genesis game I played. Oh I think, wow! Yeah, I think was it was it a pack in at one point. I think so. Okay. It might have been. That yeah. that might be why it was the first game I played on there. But yeah, I me and my brother we used to play it and I don't think we ever got past the second level. Um mm-hmm. we were we sucked at it and we were like seven it's or eight hard. years old. <laughs> but it's yeah. a hard game. Yeah, it gets difficult. Uh, I remember the second one being easier. Um and yeah that's that's been on a bunch of collections too so more than likely it'll be on this one or maybe because it was on so many collections it's less likely to be on it who knows maybe um but so yeah, so, there, so yeah yeah right um yeah i think that's you got a pretty good um varying a lot of side scrollers but that's what a lot of genesis games were but yeah, that's a good little assortment there. Um, I, for mine, honorable mention, Zero Tolerance, because I love that game, but it's not a good game, and I don't think anyone <laughs> would enjoy it. Uh, I It's fun. I streamed it forever ago, um, so you guys can check those out on YouTube. But my list, not in any particular order, um, Road Rash 2 or 3, either of them would be good. Uh, Zombies Ain't My Neighbors, General Chaos, which Chris also had on his, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Hyperstone Heist, Dinosaurs for Hire, Ghostbusters, Haunting, starring Poltergeist, Quackshot, starring Donald Duck, Rock and Roll Racing, and Splatterhouse 3. I uh, have many questions. Oh, um, go for it. What is Haunting, starring Poltergeist? It is a very unique game. There was one that uh, there was one that came out recently. On uh, It's like an indie game that is sort of like it, but it's not as quirky and fun. Um I'd say look up a video of it if you can real quick. Let me see if I can find one here quick enough. Yeah, I got one. Uh, But it is... So you are a dead punker, basically, from the 90s. And this (laughs) stupid rich family is moving in. And it's your job to scare them out of each house that they move into. Uh, So what you do as Polter Guy, this cool green hair, green spike haired guy in a leather jacket, you float around. Yeah, it's very 90s. You float around the house and possess different um, pieces of furniture or things in the house to scare them until you scare them so bad they run out of the house. That's really cool, Uh, though. Yeah, it's I'm a very cool it. idea. It's it's a very slow paced game. Yeah, slow paced game. Um, but like you can jump into like there's a, a kitchen table. And if you jump into that, like uh, just a monster will hop out of it. 
or if you hop into like something else, it'll just, the floor will just bleed if you just dip into that or something. <laughs> um, and you have to also keep your, uh, your ectoplasm up or whatever it is. Otherwise then you'll get thrown into sort of a bonus level where you have to kind of, uh, boost that back up and whatever. Um, I think there's like five levels to go through. It, it's pretty fun. And I mean, the fun of the game is jumping into things and seeing how they interact with the people and everything. There's literally a literally scare the pants off this guy. Yes, very much so. There's a couple like you can hop into like a vacuum cleaner and drive it around a little bit or like hop into different toys and control them for a little bit and run around and scare them. Um, you can only go from room to room, but it's a very cool idea that I haven't really seen in any other game except for uh, an indie one that I can't remember right now. So I'm going to try to find that real quick but uh here they tried to do a weird sequel on pc that was just bad um oh let's take a look here but yeah it's one that that was a rental like i i didn't own that that was definitely something that like just rented because you had no idea what it was and the cover kind of looked like rocky horror picture show uh yeah but um, it is two player as well, but you just take turns scaring the family and whatever. Um, ghost master. That was another game that was released. That was a lot like it on PC and PS2, which is bad. Uh, I can't find that other one. Oh, well, uh, if I think of the end of game, I'll mention it. Um, and yeah, it's a cool game. Very unique. But that's by EA. Uh, most of my games I've realized on my list are either EA or Konami. So they got Castlevania. So it's a possibility to get other Konami games. They haven't really gotten any EA games, though. Um, what, what are your other questions? And Dinosaurs for Hire, was that a comic book? Hell yeah, it was. Uh, I've never read it, but it's a side-scroller kind of... Uh, um, kind of a running gun uh like contra is you i believe you have a health bar though it is difficult but you are these dumb huge well you're dinosaurs with machine guns and stuff and uh <laughs> running around killing other why not yeah exactly uh you can be a t-rex a stegosaurus or a um uh triceratops and the there is a part in one level I remember my buddy and I could not get through because there was just a legit like the game was messed up and the the stegosaurus could not actually make the jump across this hole. Um, let's see here. Uh, but yeah, you something that's fun about the game is the descriptions for the characters. One of them, um, they have let's see here ambitions, likes, dislikes. And for one of the characters, uh, there's like favorite food, dress code, favorite saying. Um, I'm trying to find the one. Yes, here he is. Uh, it's like the Sims. A little bit, yeah. But one of them, uh, his he his favorite things, like favorite movies, Terminator One, Terminator Two, and then in parentheses it says like Terminator Three, hopefully or something like that. <laughs> I just I always laugh at that when I'm playing this game. Uh, it's a good two player thing. Um, yeah, so that's that's another that's that's another one that like no one's heard of. So it would be cool to see that um, brought back to life. I don't know who actually made that game. I didn't look that one up. In general chaos, uh, yeah. I haven't played it either. Is it like an art? Is it like an RTS? Like, is it not like- really? Uh, it's more real time, but it's an isometric view, and 
you are either trying to get from the bottom left corner to the top right or vice versa. Uh, it's two player as well, but you have your different classes. It's a very cartoony looking thing. Uh, and you have, you know, there's a guy who can only use a bazooka. There's a guy who can uh, snipe people. There's, um, I don't know if you can lay mines or anything like that, but it's a, it's a fun, it, it's definitely way, I wouldn't even bother playing it by yourself. It's, it's definitely something to play with a buddy. Uh, but the, yeah, the game. I'm trying to think of what you could compare the artwork to, if anything. Uh, but that's another EA game, though. Or and not Civilization. Um, maybe Civilization. I feel yeah. like the artwork looks more. Yeah, not super realistic, but yeah. Um, and when you get close enough to someone, you actually get into a fist fight as well. Uh, but it's fun. And All Zombies are like, Ate My Neighbors, I actually never played. Oh, it's so Personally. good. That I streamed that uh, when we were doing Halloween stuff, but Zombies Ate My Neighbors is just, you know, top down, running around uh, with a buddy, killing different horror monsters. Like there's the Wolfman, there's guys carrying chainsaws, there's uh, mummies, there's, of course, zombies, there's uh, giant bosses as well, and a variety of weapons like um, soda pop cans or basically grenades or you have your default weapon is a squirt gun a super soaker pretty much mm -hmm. uh you know different things like that and you, there is a potion you can drink to actually turn into a monster and run around and kick the shit out of stuff um it's a good it's a it gets difficult i think there's like 50 levels in it or something insane jesus uh yeah that's another konami title that would be cool if they put on here mm. i always felt it was more a genesis than a snes title because genesis had more mature titles obviously and this one has horror movies no i don't know <laughs> um but yeah that would be cool Go the ghostbusters game um is a side scroller it was made by compile who eventually did the poyo poyo series but this one is only on the genesis it gets difficult but you and you only play as the three ghostbusters which is weird winston's not in this one so maybe it's like before the movie or something um but you only play as peter uh egon and ray and you have different kind of different guns different things but each boss you fight in these buildings you have to actually trap them otherwise you have to keep going through and find them again or you don't get paid as much i forget what it is exactly and you buy supplies and stuff as you go um it's cool it has weird artwork but um because they're like superimposed or whatever it's like they're super demented characters or something because the the Ghostbusters all look like they're real life actors, but they're on like squatty bodies. Yeah. So, um, let's see what else. TMNT Hypersoon Heist. It was the Genesis is Turtles in Time. Uh, Road Rash, everybody knows and would just be great to have on there. Um, Quackshot is a side scrolling, almost Metroidvania platformer game where you're Donald Duck and you have a plunger gun. And you're trying to get a get a I don't even know what you actually have to do in this game, but it's cool. It's weird. Um, it was only on the Genesis. I don't think it's been released on anything else. I'll have to double check. I'll double check that while I'm talking about rock and roll racing, because that is a fucking great game. Have you played that? No, I haven't actually. Oh gosh, it's so good. The it's an isometric racing game, so kind of think yeah yeah it's by blizzard um kind of think uh micro machines maybe um 
but you have different guns and oil slicks and mines and, and like heat seeking orbs you can shoot out at people and you um you raise you win money and buy better cars over time it's two player or it's one player um what this game boasted was that it had basically the mini files of you know like born to be wild and um different classic rock songs songs <laughs> uh no actual like vocals or anything except for the announcer that i would just turn off because he is annoying as hell because um, <laughs> it's like viper takes a weak third viper looks lost out there blah, 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 blah. oh yeah i need that too yeah he's annoying um another good two-player game a lot i'm actually looking at my list here Almost all of these are two-player games, except for Quackshot and Splatterhouse and Ghostbusters. Um, Splatterhouse is so good. Uh, that is the first game to give me nightmares. Um, there is a boss in it. Uh, one of the first bosses is... Well, for those who don't know Splatterhouse, do the hockey mask. Um, it's called the Terror Mask. He gets possessed by that to save his girlfriend, who's gradually being turned into a monster in this one. Um one and two, Splatterhouse one and two were in arcades and on the Turbo Graphics, I think, and I forget what else. Splatterhouse three was only on the Genesis, uh, and so it was a little bit. It had better graphics, in my opinion. Um, way more fucked up enemies and stuff, like fetuses hanging from the ceiling, and you know, Gee. in other versions, there's like upside down crosses and stuff. Um, but it, yeah, it's a it's a controversial game as well. But there's a the first boss is this teddy bear in your son's room. And it like loses his head and the torso just becomes a giant gaping jaw with fangs and his arms grow longer and he like uses his arms to run at you and stuff and you have to kill him. I had nightmares about that thing as a kid. <laughs> this came out in 93. That's pretty edgy. for Yeah, yeah, it, it is. You can find there's there's sites dedicated to like the differences between the versions and stuff. But um, yeah, I love that game. So um sega you need to listen to us these are all great games that you need on your console your mini and hopefully they are on the list because they still have 20 more to announce right yeah plenty more to announce i don't have they announced a date for that thing at all yet mm, i'm sure they must have um i'm pretty sure it's this year <laughs> but yeah. i don't remember about the specific date for it yeah it's i'm trying time. to look i don't see Oh yeah, duh! September nineteenth, nine nineteen nineteen. Oh yeah, we talked about it before. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Oh. Wow. Uh, wow. But yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that's uh, that's what we think should be on there. Um, the 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 coolest thing about that era is there were a lot of two player couch co op or just whatever games you could play with a buddy. You know, like I said, on like a Saturday afternoon or something. So I, I hope they throw in as many two player games as they can. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm. I think uh, the biggest selling point will be having games that you know you can play with a with another friend. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, the more the merrier on that list. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that is gonna just about do it for this episode. Uh, I think we did all right, just the two of us. What do you think? Yeah, I think we did pretty well. Yeah, we don't need those <laughs> other guys. Bunch yeah, of fuck them. Yeah, edit that out, Chris. Yeah, go ahead and edit that out, Chris. Uh, <laughs> so we always have stuff going on online. Um, Sketchcraft, follow him on his Twitter, at Sketchcraft, and you'll be able to keep up with his different streams and everything. Uh, Marson, do you have any personal stuff you want to plug at all or anything you're doing on the interwebs? 
nothing for me personally, but everyone just check out megavisionsmag.com. We'll always have some kind of news uh, to share and even some interesting posts from Scotty too on our social media sites. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, follow us on Twitter uh, at megavisions. No, that's not it, is it? I don't even freaking know anymore. Uh, at Megavisions Mag. Um, of course, go help out the Patreon. Follow us on Twitch. Um, I will be streaming again once I move and get things situated. But earlier in the me- in the week, it's either Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. Uh, TJ's streaming, and Fridays, we've always got Kusanagi doing some retro stuff as well. Um, please hop on the Patreon and support it and spread the word. Just go to patreon.com, uh, megavisions, and you'll be able to find us on there. We're getting pretty close to our goal of one, f- uh, 200. What was it? 200. Yeah. That's gonna get us some more goodies. You guys should go in there and see what those goodies are. Um, we are going to be, oh, and I'll plug myself before I say this. Um, also, I did an unboxing recently for the limited run games release of Night Trap and uh, Double Switch. So if you hop on youtube.com backslash Scotty Mo, you can find that on there. I do some other unboxings. Haven't done too many frequently, just been busy with life. But I've got my parody unboxings on there that you can check out. Um, I did finally beat Panzer Dragoon Saga on Ooh. Twitch. Holy crap, that game. Um it was good. It was one of those things where I was like, oh, I'll just see. I'll see what the next portion of this is like. And because I got to a stopping point, I was like, oh, wait, this is the last boss. Eh, let's we'll see how we do. Oh, I beat the game. Cool. <laughs> um, but it was great. And ended with a part. Uh, the story is so cool in that game. But it ended with the part saying, since, you know, it had my filled in name, it said Scotty Moe is our savior. So that's, <laughs> of course, one of the uh, thumbnails for the stream. Um, you can check out that whole playthrough that I did on our YouTube page. Um, just go to, let's see here, YouTube, man, I'm really good with these links. YouTube, it's just Megavisions. Hop on the YouTube and go to Megavisions, guys. That's where we keep our Twitch plays and everything. Um, but yes, big news though. Uh, we are going to be at too many games in Oaks, Pennsylvania, near the Philadelphia area. But uh, we did get confirmed for our booth a little bit ago, but now we are confirmed for our panel. Yes. So how fucking sweet is that? So we're going to be talking about whether or not it's a good idea for you to start an indie magazine. Can indie video game magazines survive in today's industry? So yeah, come out and check that out and hang out with us. Hang out with Vetted Games. We're going to be out there. Um, I think that's going to just about do it, though, uh, for all of us here at Megavision. So we are up, over, and gone. Bye. Bye. For centuries, men have been drawn to boxing for its science, strategy, and grace. Of course, there's also something to be said for the thrill of rearranging some poor chump's face. Holyfield Boxing from Sega.